Excellent. Are we doing well this morning, church? Andy's doing well. Anyone else doing well? Listen, I know, you know, we've got 220 or so people, 220 from Family Church at Big Church uh, Festival this weekend. It's just, it's just brilliant. It was a great day yesterday. Some of us are heading back there um, after the service this morning. But just so good uh, to be part of something, but to be standing in God's presence with 35 thousand other Christians yesterday just declaring the name of Jesus Christ you know there's a lot that's spoken and written about the church in our nation today but the church of Jesus Christ he said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it amen and so the church is advancing the church I believe coming out of COVID has been purified and I believe that we are on well we're not even on the edge we're in the midst of a mighty move of God where prayer is rising up, things are happening, the kingdom of God is expanding. So um, let's make sure that, you know, when we hear so much negativity about the church, we don't deny what needs to be worked on, but we stand in the knowledge that Jesus said he would build his church. Amen? It's not even for us to do. All we do is we get the privilege of taking part. One sows, another waters, but it's God who adds the increase. And this is a great day to be alive. Do we believe that this morning? Every morning when you wake up, it's a great day to be alive. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Well, we are going to uh, wrap up our series this morning. Then we're going to go back into a time of of worship and um, uh, just allow the Holy Spirit freedom to minister in our midst this morning. We've been in this series, if you're new to us or visiting us this morning, uh, entitled By My Spirit. And it's taken and based on a verse in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 where God speaks to Zechariah not by might nor by power but by my spirit. And we've been saying that if we want to live a victorious overcoming life and I believe each and every single one of us want to. If we want to see positive changes in our lives, if we want to experience all the stuff that we've spoken about so far in 2023 of being in the perfect will of God for our lives, walking on the right pathways that God has for us, all this great stuff that we've communicated, then we need to know that it's not going to come by human effort. It's not going to come through your intellect or your diligence, though none of those things are wrong, but it's going to come about by the Spirit of God working in us and through us. And so in this series, we've been pausing to speak about the Holy Spirit and His role in our lives, who he is, and all these kinds of things. Now, time doesn't allow us to fully recap all of it. It's all available online, as always, via our Family Church app that Nimi spoke of earlier, or family.church, our website, and all the messages are on there. But essentially, we've been looking at the fact that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. God has filled us with his Spirit. And we've also looked last week at the truth that we can be led by the Holy Spirit. Do you know that in your everyday life, the big things and then the everyday decisions that you make, the Holy Spirit wants to lead you. You don't need to operate just out of your own wisdom. You don't need to just make choices based on head knowledge or what somebody told you. You can know the Spirit of God leading you and guiding you in your everyday life. And the key thought that we keep coming back to is this thought, that there is a big difference between the Holy Spirit being present in your life and the Holy Spirit ruling and reigning in your life and empowering you and leading you on a daily basis. The analogy we keep using is this analogy of a dormant volcano. Remember this, that a dormant volcano is a volcano that has all the power, all the ability. In in theory, it could erupt at any given moment, but it lies dormant. It, it, It lies still, it lies silent. 
And for too many Christians, that is their reality or their experience of the Holy Spirit. They are filled with God's Spirit. They are filled with God's empowerment. But they're lying dormant. They're not being led by the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. They're not being empowered by the Spirit of God within them on a daily basis. That's not what God has for your life. And so last week we spoke about the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us. Today, on the day of Pentecost, I want us to talk about the Holy Spirit coming to empower us. In other words, you've been filled with God's Spirit in order that you can do the things He's called you to do and live the life that He's called you to live. Now when you try it in your own strength, and many of us have had experience of this, you try to be a, a good Christian, in inverted commas, whatever that even means. You try to, to be good for God and you try it in your own strength and your own ability. All you end up doing is being back at square one. All you end up feeling so often is just defeat in your life because you can't overcome in your own strength. You can't be the person God's called you to be in your own strength. And experience will tell you that that's where we'll end up. But... Here's the good news this Pentecost Sunday. Not only has God given you a brand new life when you were born again, but he has filled you with his spirit so that you can live that new life as he has called you to live. Isn't that good news this morning? Here's a few verses on that. Luke 24, 49. Jesus speaking after his resurrection and just before his ascension. His ascension simply means he returned to be back with the Father. And in between that time frame, he said this to his disciples. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, the Holy Spirit. But stay into the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. We have been clothed with power by the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1, verse 6. It says, so when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him. He's risen from the dead, so they're asking him these questions. Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times and they are not for you to know. But you will receive, what's that word? Power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And sure enough, that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. But we read this in Acts chapter 2 verse 1 of 4. When the day of Pentecost came... They were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So Jesus said in Luke chapter 24, he says again in Acts chapter 1, that we would be filled with his life and with his power. Now what is that power? We know that 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 word really used was this Greek word dunamis, which means this, we're going to put it up on the screen, it means miraculous power, ability, abundance, might, power and strength. That's what we have been filled with. We've been filled with God's spirit which carries all of these things. That is the power that is now within you. In John chapter 14, 15 and 16, when Jesus mentioned the Holy Spirit, he used this word, a helper. That word that he used was parakletos, which means this, one who comes alongside to assist and aid. 
So the Holy Spirit doesn't just fill your life. He's not there just to lead your life on a daily basis with his wisdom, though all of those things are incredible in themselves. But he wants you to experience more than that. He has even more in your life for you to experience because he wants to empower us beyond what we can do on our own and in our own strength. Now, the Apostle Paul understood this reality in his daily life and what he faced. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's just turn there for a moment. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 to 10. But he said to me, this is God speaking to Paul when Paul has gone to him and says, can you remove this from my life? This is, this is just affecting my life. He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in your weakness. Paul says, therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. This is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, and in difficulties. Now listen to this. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now notice he doesn't say, when I'm weak, then God is strong. He says, when I am weak, then I am strong. What he's saying is this, when I come to the end of my own ability, I find more ability. I find more strength. I define divine ability, further ability, new power. Who is that? That is, of course, the Holy Spirit within you. But when you reach the end of yourself, when you've reached the end of your own ability, God's spirit is within you to take you where you could never go in your own strength. Philippians 4 verse 12 to 13. Paul writes, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And then he says this phrase that so many people know so well. It's in gyms tattooed across people. I can do all this or all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now here's the problem with mankind. Too many people stop halfway through that sentence in this world. I can do all things. That's what pride and arrogance says, right? And that's what we see around ourselves in the workplace and in life in general. People say, I can do all things, full stop. I can do all things, exclamation mark. That's why self-development is is such a big area of life today where people are seeking out, trying to build their self and trying to make themselves better. And some of that isn't necessarily wrong, but the overall direction is pride and arrogance. I can do all things. Paul doesn't say that. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In other words, when I can do no more, the Holy Spirit is just beginning. Amen? Just think about this for a moment. The same Holy Spirit that hovered above the waters at creation. We believe that the Holy Spirit was involved in creation. That same Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that came upon people in the Old Testament to empower them for a moment. That same Holy Spirit that, that in, to go into the Holy of Holies that we spoke about in week one of this series, you had to do all this purification process in order to just be near his presence. That very same Spirit that was upon Jesus in his ministry, that very same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that very same spirit that was poured out on the day of Pentecost when the church was birthed in power that very same spirit that Paul knew that was within the life of the apostle Paul and that he wrote about and spoke about so passionately that very same spirit is in your life today 
It's not a diluted version, as I said in week one. It's not like you get Ribena and then you pour in a whole load of water and dilute it. Too many believers are walking around thinking they've got a diluted version of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah, the real Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. That's the Spirit of God. But I've just got this kind of pocket version that enables me to do something, but I'll have to rely on my own strength for the rest of it. No, no, no. The Bible says we are the temples of the Spirit of God. Today, right now, God's Spirit is within you to empower your life where you could never take it in your own ability or strength. Now, we often talk about that. We sing about it. We say we believe it. But do we live like we truly believe it? Because when we do, it changes things, amen? Both for us and for other people around us. You see, the Holy Spirit has given us his ability and his power to not only help us, but that we would help others and minister to them. So let's just quickly look at this. How does he help and empower us? Let's just start there for a moment. The Holy Spirit empowers us to receive freedom. Do you know, so many people try to be free in their own strength. So many people try to overcome stuff in their own strength. So many people try to change stuff in their life in their own strength. Today, you may be wanting to be free. Free from wrong patterns. Free from wrong mindsets. Free from depression. Free from negativity, addiction, wrong responses. Things that have entrapped us. When I was preparing my thoughts, I saw that many people are like a, a, a fly in a spider's web where they are just trapped, they can't move, they're, they're just in that place where they're so desperate to see change, they're so desperate to overcome, they're so desperate to be free, and yet they are completely and utterly trapped. Well, my Bible tells me, and we've sung about it this morning in 2 Corinthians 3, 17, that the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Do we believe that today? Listen, when we can't experience freedom in our own strength, the Holy Spirit of God within us enables us to be set free. The Holy Spirit, along the same lines, empowers us to resist and defeat temptations that we couldn't before. We spoke about being led away from sin last week. You know, willpower is good, but it will only take you so far. I've got strong willpower. I can defeat this in my own it's good, but it will only take you so far. It's the Spirit of God that truly enables an addict to walk free. Now, here's the thing. Whenever we talk about addiction, 90% of you rule yourself out. You think, well, I'm not addicted to alcohol. I'm not addicted to, to drugs. I'm not, I don't have a cocaine habit. I, I'm not addicted to pornography. And, and we lump those big areas over here. But some of you may be addicted to worry. Some of you may be addicted to gossip. Some of you may be addicted and have a stronghold in your life of anger and a wound of rejection where you just continually lash out at people and respond in a certain way because there's a wound of rejection that is deep within you. We can be addicted in different ways. Listen, God's spirit in you can overturn the power that it has over you. It can turn the tables so that you overcome and overpower that thing in your life. But not by might. And not by your own human power, but by his spirit. What else? Here's an important one. The Holy Spirit enables you to forgive when you said you couldn't or wouldn't. This is such 
an important one. You see, many Christians are filled with God's Spirit. They really are. But because He's dormant in their life, because they're not allowing Him to lead them and empower them, they're Spirit-filled and yet they won't forgive. They're demonstrating the gifts, yet they won't forgive. They can speak in tongues, but they won't forgive. Because the Holy Spirit may be present, but he's not active in a way that they're allowing him to direct their responses in life. The Holy Spirit enables us to forgive when we can't forgive in our own strength. Now listen, when I'm talking on forgiveness today, I'm not saying or trying to belittle what happened to you. I'm not saying it didn't hurt. I'm not saying that it was fair. I'm not saying that they were in the right or any of that kind of stuff. What I'm saying is where you have an inability to forgive in a way that you would truly be set free, the Spirit of God is within you today to help you forgive. When you said you couldn't and when you said you wouldn't. God's Spirit in you can help that wound to be healed in a miraculous way. So many other things we could look at today. But the basic premise is this. If we allow him to do what we cannot, then nothing, no thing will be impossible. So the Holy Spirit empowers us personally. But then we've also got to recognize this and acknowledge this and live in the good of this. That the Holy Spirit isn't just in you and on you for your own good. He's also there for the good of others. That you would administer healing to them, that you would bring his good news to them. Now listen to this in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19. Let's just look at these words for a moment. This is Jesus going into the temple and he unrolls the scroll, which was the scriptures, and he speaks this out. And of course, they really got knocked when he said, and this is fulfilled today in my being. But listen to what he says. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Listen, that very same spirit that was upon King Jesus is in and on you for the benefit of others in the year 2023. Do we believe that today? And not just in a church service on a Sunday morning, but wherever you might be, whatever you might be doing, whatever day it is, whatever time of the day it is, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God is in you and on you for the benefit of others. He doesn't just want you to be free. He wants other people around your life to be free. He wants to use you in a mighty way. The Holy Spirit empowers us to preach the gospel, to pray for the sick, to cast out devils. Now, Jesus instructed us to do all these things and too many people in the church are trying to do these things in their own strength. Listen, Jesus asked us to do these things, but then he gave us the power in order to do them. That we wouldn't rely on our own ability. We wouldn't rely on our own strength. But we would know that there is a spirit of God within us. That when we pray for the sick, you know what? It's not you healing anyone. You can't heal anybody. When you pray for the sick... It's not about how many theological terms you can throw into one prayer. You ever been prayed for when you're sick and somebody says, can I pray for you? And they're like trying to cram in as many verses and theological terms. You're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. But they're, what they're, they're trying to make it about their own performance. Listen, people are not healed by our own human intellect. It's not by might. It's not by human power. But it's by the Spirit of God, says the Lord God Almighty. Amen. It's about the Spirit of God in us, bringing wholeness 
to others, spirit, soul, and body. So I'm going to ask the worship team to come back up. And as they do, I, I want to ask you, just focus in on what I'm saying. Don't get distracted by movement in this moment. Because in a moment, we're going to pray for some people. Because I believe it's time to unroll the scroll over our own lives. Just as Jesus did in that temple. Because the same spirit that was upon him is now living in us. To help us. But he's also within us for the benefit of others as well. The same spirit. Just close your eyes for a moment so you're not distracted. And hear me say these words. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is now in you. The question is, do we believe that? And are we living in the power of it? You can open your eyes again in this moment. What is it that you feel you can't do? What is it that your mind says, no, no, I can't, I can't do that? Who is it that you cannot forgive? What is it that you feel you can't be set free from? What area of your life has the enemy said, I've stolen your joy and it will never return? That wound will never heal. You will never overcome this. What is it that you are ruling out in your life? You'll never be used by God in this way. You're disqualified because of this and that. You can't forgive. You shouldn't forgive because of what they did to you. Today, on the day of Pentecost, just like any other Sunday, on any given day, any Wednesday, any year, any month, God's Spirit can empower you. Because where your best efforts end, God's Spirit is just beginning. And I felt today, at the end of our series, just to pray for some people. Nimi, if you could just move this, please, mate. And we're going to go back in the worship. We're going to sing, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. And it's not just a song. We're going to mean it as we declare these words. And I just want to pray for some people as we end this series where we've been saying, no, no, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the Holy Spirit. And I want to pray for, for people in many different categories. I want to pray for people who have never been filled with the Holy Spirit, that you would be filled with God's Spirit in this moment. I want to pray for those who you say, I'm that dormant volcano that you've been speaking about over the last three weeks. And for some people, I've had conversations, it's, it's just been nudging at them that they see themselves full of power, but they haven't been living in that power for years. Maybe they never have. But maybe they were filled with the Holy Spirit back in the 80s, back in the 90s, back in the early 2000s. And they're filled with the Spirit of God, but they're not actually operating in that place. For others, there's people here today and you say, do you know what? I can't forgive or I can't overcome, or or I just feel like I'm stuck in this place in my life. The Holy Spirit wants to set you free in this moment today. For others, there's people here today and you say, I just want to be used by God. I I don't feel like I'm dormant. I'm trying my best, but Holy Spirit, I want you to use my life more and more in my neighbourhood, in my workplace, in my family, wherever it might be. So just stand to your feet in this place if you can this morning. We're going to go into this place of worship and as the worship team lead us I'm just going to invite people to just come forward and we're just going to pray for you and we're not going to drag it out we're not going to interview you stick a microphone in your face we're just going to simply lay hands and just pray God's empowerment in your life and I want to encourage you don't let pride stop you don't let apathy stop you 
Once we've prayed for you, you can just return to your seat. But on this Pentecost Sunday, we just want to pray God's Spirit on you and in you to do all that He has called you to do so that you would leave this place knowing it's not by might, it's not by power, but my God, it's by your Spirit. For we're going to see things change. So as a worship team, in this moment, lead us. Just come forward and we're going to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your Spirit. You promised your Spirit and you have sent Him to us. Thank you really is our empowerment. He is our wisdom. He is our comfort. He is our friend. He is our coach. And Father, in these moments, as we pray for people, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you will be faithful to your word. We just sang, we take you at your word. We take you at your word. And we mean that this morning. So Father, be in this moment of ministry by your spirit, we pray. And may everything that you have on your agenda be accomplished this morning. Amen. Let's just begin to worship and we're going to pray for people. And just come forward as God leads you. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen how the sweetest of love when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence Lord
Oh 
Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long Love me of your day. 
Spirit, have your way. Have your way in your children. Just lead us to that place of vulnerability in your presence. And we're just so thankful that we don't have to do this life on our own. Just help us to have ears that hear, hear you leading us and guiding us just remove any pride any pride from our hearts of holding back and giving the reins over and just forgive us for those times where we've just tried to labour in our own strength or just lead us to that place where we trust you completely where we're fully surrendered we just thank you that you are faithful that you are true to your word Holy Spirit Holy Spirit have your way let's break down those walls into our lives in a way that no one else can and we just thank you that you never condemn us you just want to lead us on that path Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And Father, thank you that as we finish this service today, you go nowhere. You said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. You've remained within us by your presence, by your Spirit. And so I thank you, Father, for what you've begun today. You're going to just continue. But Father, this coming week, words that have been spoken over people, maybe people who came forward and were prayed for, maybe people who just stayed where they were, but you were still speaking into their lives. Father, I thank you that those words are going to begin to bear fruit. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're just going to continue to speak into their lives, we pray. And Lord, I pray that this coming week, we would walk in freedom, we would walk in strength, and we would walk with you leading us. Holy Spirit, we pray, we make a commitment this morning that every single day of this coming week, we will not step out into our world in our own strength. We will just, before we step into our day, say, Holy Spirit, empower me, guide me, and lead me, we pray. And Lord, we're just so expectant of how you're going to use us, but also what you're going to do in our lives individually as well. We love you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your presence in this place this morning. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Come on, let's give him praise this morning.